Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This literally is floating here. Whoa! Go around. Nope. Oh, man. I just get the shakes. I do. I get the shakes. If I'd been on that plane, man, oh, man, I, would, I don't know. I don't know what it would have done. Probably nothing. There's nothing you can do, but uh, that was quite the moment. And if you want to see it, if you haven't seen it, go to my Twitter feed, at the Roy Green Show. At the Roy Green Show, I posted the uh, the landing of that airplane. Captain Raymond Hall joins us, former Air Canada captain and lawyer. He flew the Boeing 777s. Raymond, you've seen that, obviously. How does that make you feel? When you watch that, and you flew for so many years. Roy, I, I, did, I actually flew that aircraft. That one? Many times. And, uh, wow. And uh, the, the good thing about it is it's the extremely rare circumstance that that would happen. Extremely rare. I've never seen uh, wind shear uh, of that kind in in my 30 plus years of flying airplanes for Air Canada. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge airplane. And for that to happen to something that big, I could see it happening on a, you know, a little, little putt-putt plane, but yeah. uh, don't expect Small it on one of those things. Around, but that, that, that is uh, very true, Roy. It's a big airplane, and that requires a very, very large shift in airspeed, we call it wind shear. When you have uh, the wind at different altitudes and or different directions, and as the aircraft transitions from one level to the next, it gets uh, either a gain or a loss of airspeed, and that's that appears to be what happened there. Yeah, Pearson Airport in Toronto is known for wind shear, as I understand it. The uh, just the configuration and the runway configuration. Do you think that? Well, I'm I'm guessing it does. Did how much of an impact might that have been? I think in the particular circumstances, I watched the video several times. Uh, the runway that it was landing on 24 right is just a little bit to the east of the terminal building. And my guess, and it's only a guess after watching the video, is that the wind was very strong at altitude. And when it came down below the level of the buildings, the terminal there, the uh, wind was uh, obstructed by the buildings. And so there was a loss of airspeed on on uh, the final 50 feet or so of the uh, approach. Okay, so they were counting on the uh, on the wind being there and uh, and at the rate that it had been up higher and then all of a sudden it's not there. That's uh, that appears to be correct. Now that the windsock, if you look at the video very carefully, the windsock is almost 90 degrees, it's 70 degrees off the, the runway, and the reported wind was 10 knots gusting to 20 knots, but I think uh, at altitude it must have been quite a bit more. It must have been 30, 35 knots, which is about 40 miles per hour. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not asking you to, uh, to uh, judge or second guess or monitor or in any way comment on the activities of the, of the crew on that plane. On that, on, I, won't, I won't ask you to do that. But what happens go? What happens to uh, to a pilot when you're in a situation that is so sudden and you're so close to the ground, or you, that, that you have hopefully to take action, nature. right? Hopefully, it's second nature that you uh, you grab, uh, you make very tight con- grabs of the controls and ensure that the aircraft is stabilized on the approach. And if you have enough time and and you think it's more appropriate, you can exercise what we call a go around. You can take off. Uh, it, even if you've touched down, you can take off again. 
so long as the uh, spoilers haven't deployed, that uh, puts the uh, weight of their full weight of the aircraft on the ground. But I think what happened in that situation, the spoilers did, did deploy. So then, the, because of the shortness of the runway there, they probably felt that it was safer to keep the landing going, uh, to, to bring the aircraft to a stop than to try and uh, execute a misapproach. Yeah. Wind shear has caused some very serious uh, accidents. In- you don't normally get it uh, in uh, windy situations uh, near the ground. It's, you know, wind shear usually occurs uh, around thunderstorms. That's where it's most common. So there have been several a- accidents in the United States of very large aircraft that uh, were making approaches near thunderstorms and uh, uh, encountered it. And, of course, the, the closer you are to the ground when you encounter it, the more serious it is because you have less time to respond. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I have talked about, and we've talked about it on the air, what we experience as passengers in the back. Uh, I, I'll be sitting back there and I'll have a book and I'll be pretending to read it, but I don't read anything because I just <laughs> want to get off the plane. <laughs> I, mean, I never change the page. I've got the same page open in front of me the whole way. But it feels to me like we've dropped 10,000 feet when the plane has actually probably dropped about 10 feet. But there's that there's that exaggerated sense of, of motion. Um, or is that just my head? Uh, it, be, be, go ahead, be honest. Be honest, Raymond. <laughs> Just call it the way it is. No, in some cases, aircraft do uh, drop 100 or so feet, but only at altitude, uh, except in circumstances where they are uh, pro- making approaches to runways in thunderstorms where they shouldn't be there in the first place. Uh, the, the obvious thing uh, for management of that type of situation is to avoid it. That is yeah. the absolute first priority. It would appear that the crew was not alerted to the wind shear by prior pilots, and uh, I, it, I think it would have caught them off guard uh, for them to uh, to have continued that approach. Normally, when the wind is out of the uh, northwest like it was, uh, they would be using the other runways. There are two parallel runways that right. the, the airport could have used that would have had the aircraft landing right into wind okay. instead of with a crosswind. Raymond, I always appreciate speaking with you about these times, and it's always something like this happens just as I'm about to go on a flight, and it scares the hell out of me, and here I am. Shaking again, but statistical <laughs> rarity. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I forget about it. I'm not listening to you. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 